I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Sean Vanneman. And this is Dota Today. Welcome to Dota Today, Episode 2. And uh, we're here with our friend Brad Muir from Double Fine. Hey, Hey, Brad. Hey! Hey, thanks for having me down on uh, the show. Yeah. It's awesome. Great to have you. Dota? Oh, yeah. Dota. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually realized... So uh, Brad works at Double Fine. uh, Nick and I work at Telltale. We all are like Bay Area game developers, but we kind of realized we never met in real life when you walked up never except i've never met either of you we've in person. played dota <laughs> yeah but, we, but we've totally played dota together that makes so sense so i just sort of yeah. treated you as if we knew yeah. each other in just, the flesh i'm just letting my introvert flag fly there i guess i don't know yeah. like just yeah like we've never really like run into each other at like a gdc or an e3 no. or like any of these i don't know places where we where would where else would we meet that's in that's a coffee shop. Yeah, in a any normal right. place yeah, in reality, like, other than totally, Dota. Yeah, pretty you know, much. Oh, either at either of our offices, like, yeah. whatever. Like Remo fucking works with me. Like yeah. you think that maybe? Yeah, no. No. Yeah, like, I had this vision in my head. Dota. I was like, oh, he's like nine feet tall. He's like Greg Rice. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, you're no. like you're like no. tall. You you're tall, but you're not yeah. a monster. I'm a you know, you know, Brad as a lord is the thing. You associate him. Yeah, as a massive man. You I do have quite an imposing. Uh, you know, figure on the Dota <laughs> battlefield, right? On the, yeah, yeah. What do they call the actual level? It's the Summoner's Field? No, that's right? the, the Summoner's Rift. That's the League thing. That's, oh, that's League, the League of Legends. Oh, League oh, of yeah. Legends. Let's just call it right now. Let's just call it the Lord's Pitch. The Lord's, <laughs> the Lord's, the Lord's Pitch. Lord's we just call pitch. it the Lord's that's Pitch. Totally, that's what right. it should be. Yeah. It's Although I believe there should be out of bounds in the Lord's Pitch, and. You know, if you've mm. ever seen a bat rider, like just there's just pull you up on yeah. The cliff, that dude doesn't right. get like yellow cards or whatever. Like he can just <laughs> that whole thing is in bounds. Yeah. If it's a pitch, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it can be a pitch. I like the sound of it. It makes yeah. it feel. We'll more, test it out. We'll, we'll just put it out there. We'll test yeah. it out. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'll try, it to, we'll we'll try to. Use we'll it. throw it out to the community. I'll try right. to use it during this during this podcast. Are you, so. do, you, do you by chance have any plans to go to the international three? Yes. Really. I did not get tickets, but I'm trying to fucking weasel my way in there. Because we're gonna be there on Thursday. I really want to go. We're gonna be on Thursday. Yeah, and we'll all sit together. And the goal is. If we hear somebody casually use the word "the Lord's pitch," oh no! Like, oh yeah. the thing, then we then it worked. And if it didn't, then yeah. we'll, we'll, okay, we'll workshop. So that's it. the thing. We'll, we'll have you to, back, and we'll who's workshop. Who's that guy? It. Toby. Toby. Toby Wan is yeah. like. Yeah. A, we need to like start like. Mm-hmm. This will trickle down. I believe. Just, yeah. Oh, you, you just want to be totally grassroots, where it's like we just start calling it the pitch. So you're gonna then... say it's grassroots, and then what it's gonna be is we're gonna <laughs> right. be at the international. Oh, have you seen the Lord's pitch? <laughs> just streaming out, just hoping anybody will will pick that up. Which yeah. lane of the Lord's which pitch yeah, will you be yes. occupying? Yeah. What did he say? Oh my god, Lord's I love pitch. that. The it's lane, <laughs> the lane of the Lord's pitch. Yeah, yeah, you also have the bottom of the Lord's pitch. Yeah. It sounds just, good. I don't it's know, sound, weird. It sounds yeah. solid. Yeah. yeah. If you're yeah. radiant, though, it sounds great. But I mean, if right. you're, yeah, it fits better probably if you're dire because mm-hmm. you don't really want to be up. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, so. Yeah, I thought you were giant because I saw you in the Kickstarter video. Do I look huge in that video? No, but like it's like TV, you know how like people yeah. just look like big personalities. Yeah, that's so, like, so. I was like, oh, he's like a giant. Well, I think also the just Greg Rice is not in that video, and he is like, right. I look like a tiny baby when everybody like, does. Everybody does. That's yeah. the thing, I guess. Yeah. So you didn't really see babies. That. Don't even look like babies next to him. They look like I, yeah. What do they look? They look like, like jelly beans or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> Just like here's Greg Rice holding a jelly bean. Yeah. Nope, that's an 18 month old child. Yes. Like oh, weird, weird. For our readers man. at home, Greg Rice is a giant man who works at Double Fine. Yeah. He's really huge. Yeah. Yeah. So how's it been? So yeah, that's a good dude, ride. it's been yeah. amazing. Yeah. If you if you don't mind me, like you know, plugging it on your no, please, please. a non Dota game on your on your Dota podcast. But yeah, well, you we, know what? I have a suspicion, a yeah. little one that <laughs> maybe a little Lord's managing will weasel its way into your turn based. <laughs> I do, do want to talk about your that turn based strategy game. I want to talk about that part specifically. Yeah, because let's I think do that. It. But yeah, so the so we launched Kickstarter, mm-hmm. Double Fine's second Kickstarter. Uh, it's called Massive Chalice. That's the game. It's and the best name. I'm yeah, so glad because did like, you see my tweet about it. I basically said oh, like so no major publisher on the planet would let you call your game. Massive no, Chalice. they absolutely would not. And that's another like awesome thing that it's like so we good. get to decide the name. And it's like I 
have had some naming problems in the past with video games. You can look yeah. that up on Google that <laughs> if you if you want to. Trench Iron Brigade, check that out. It's kind of fucking annoying, but um. <laughs> Yeah, like I massive chalice, and we have the trademark, and we have the website already. So it's like cool. Like I don't think it's gonna change. Um, the person who was squatting massive chalice, if that existed, would be like really playing the long game. Of oh yeah, squatters. Eventchalice dot com, large chalice dot net. Yeah. Just like massive chalice. chalice. <laughs> I've struck gold. He's got all the goblets as well, and yeah. uh, I don't know, just any sort of drinking cup. He has all sizes and yeah. all shapes of like drinking cups dot com. Like yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so the game is a, it's a tactical strategy game set on an epic timeline. That's, that's my one sentence pitch. Um, but if you've ever played the key inspirations are XCOM and Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, those are near and dear to my heart, those games. But yeah, the, the basic concept is that you're this immortal king and you're going to be managing this realm and there's a demonic invasion that's coming in and the invasion is going to last hundreds of years. So you've got to make sure that you're like fostering these, these heroic bloodlines that you've got heroes that will like, uh, be available to fight in the next generation and the one after that. We're not really sure how long the timeline's going to go, but we're thinking like three to five, seven, eight timeline or generations. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it's very similar. The structure is very similar to XCOM. You've got the strategic layer where you'll be like managing the realm, making a bunch of decisions and then hitting the play or like fast forward kind of button that runs the flow of time. Mm -hmm. Um, And where in XCOM, that would be like days in this. It's going to be like years Mm -hmm. when you you hit go. And uh, the big twist is that all of your heroes are going to age. So the other half of the game, which I forgot to talk about, I got to. I haven't been pitching this thing for very no, long, so it's, it's not not very refined. But you're doing uh, a good job. Yeah, you're doing <laughs> nice. so, yeah. so on the uh, on the tactical side, you'll be fighting, um, you know, very similar to like XCOM and Final Fantasy mm-hmm. Tactics. Mm-hmm. The, you'll be just uh, you'll be managing a group of lords. On, oh, oh, really? Oh. But it is turn based. <laughs> Remember when turn-based. you said you had no trademark? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you know you have this like this like party of kind of like D and D esque heroes that you're managing on this thing, and you're and you're fighting these demons. And then similar to XCOM, you'll take sort of the spoils of that, like the demonic technology in their bodies and stuff, and take those back into the strategic layer where you can be uh, researching them and and trying to, you know, figure out the secrets so that you can use those weapons and stuff against them. Um, But yeah, that big twist is that, you know, since the the war against the demons lasts so long... uh, You'll have to. You'll see these these heroes age. So like they'll be kind of like teenagers when they're available to fight, and so they'll be kind of gangly and just mm-hmm. you know kind of shitty, just not very good. And then maybe in the next fight they'll be like in their twenties, the next one in their thirties, and now they're like in their prime and they're like really strong and they've leveled up from fighting and they're like they're looking good. Look at they're looking real cut, you know. Looking good. <laughs> uh, but then it's like you know now they're starting over the hill in the next one, and then oh man, now it's like you know their stats are waning and they're actually you're gonna feel in the gameplay. That's the idea. Mm-hmm you know see the old man sort of resting on his sword and that kind of stuff like because i want you to be like emotionally engaged and emotionally mm-hmm. connected to those characters it's really important i think because then when they die you'll feel really bad um yeah you could add it you kind of like put them out to farm though? so so that's yeah the, that's the thing is that you'll have the choice like like as you, you know you have this kind of stable of heroes and you'll be able to make the decision as they're getting older like do i want to uh retire them to be and actually we are using the term lord be it's fine. It's okay. It's kind of like okay. awarding them, and it really represents we'll call like, it, like it's, it's like a it's like, like a, it's like a sister game. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like you as as this immortal king. It's like it's like awarding land and titles to like one of your finest heroes. Of course, you know? yeah. So you're like you're like okay, like I want to retire you from combat. Like you're gonna govern this region we have these keeps that are kind of like around the realm that's the idea and you'll be able to be like okay like here's your here's your lordship and you'll be managing this little keep and help me control this part of the 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 country Mm -hmm. but um also they'll be siring children and then those children will uh, inherit the abilities of the of the it's parents. Like a farm system. It's like triple yeah, A baseball. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 right. I, right. I try not to talk about it in terms of like breeding or like animal husbandry it's because so like good that way. it's really cool. Right. I, I know, like, it's, it's cool. Like, because, our audience doesn't care they because we really. Yeah, I mean, mechanically. It's like breeding chocobos, but we don't want to treat it that way because it's like these are these are like human characters that we want you to get. They're making love and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and, and that's, that's the other part is. Yeah, is that is that so you've got all these heroes, you've got all these like really badass male and female heroes that are like you know splitting demon skulls and just being awesome in that in that tactical section, mm-hmm. and then you'll have the chance as the as the king to introduce two heroes together and have them retire oh, that's together, great. and then. Uh, you know, they'll have a chance of having children together and then those children will be stronger because they have two heroic parents and then the kids, those kids will inherit skills from both. So that's how you like unlock hybrid classes in the game. Uh We're not like 
the game design is still very early on. Right, right. Yeah, like, this is like a mix of the ideas that are floating around yeah, right now. Yeah. Obviously, and, the ideas he presented towards the Kickstarter. Right. And then part of this is you listening a bit to the community That's, as... I, oh, yeah, man. Which I is really love that. you guys have done I love that part. Yeah. That part is amazing. Like, the fact that it is a very, like, early kind of amorphous pre-production kind of thing. <laughs> and we're like you know, we, we just sort of unleashed it on everybody. We're like, Hey, here's a new game. Woo. And that's awesome and exciting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're getting like all this feedback and like everybody's throwing ideas out. Also, I like that it's uh, kind of undefined in that people are taking the idea and stretching it in different ways, right? Like everybody's going to have a slightly different idea of what this game looks like in their head, their ideal version of this game. And then, and they're also going to have some idea of what the coolest version of this game mm-hmm. is. What is the coolest feature of this game? And because I think that, like, if you're going to go comment on a forum or be like, "Hey, get me on Twitter or whatever," mm-hmm. like, they're gonna they're gonna send me a message about like what they think the coolest fucking part of the game is. And so now I've got like all these sort of like I've got the peaks of everybody's ideal version of the game, and we can sort of look at all those mm-hmm. and then like incorporate the ones that really make sense. And the best part is that. Sometimes my ideas are terrible, and that you know already you act like they're brilliant though. Oh, oh they're at fucking, all times. Oh yeah, at they're, all they're times. That's, so a, that's a key to being yeah. lead designer. Yes. Anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really, it's just <laughs> fucking sheer brilliance. If your balls don't make a sound when they hit the table, <laughs> then you're not really really being a lead designer on a game. Yeah. <laughs> but like some people's ideas, they've been like they've been better than the ones that we have. Like all these ideas yeah, yeah. that are floating around, and we're like, oh man, like like some guy had a great idea about like taking some of the ex research stuff and pushing it out into like this bloodline legacy system that we're talking about. So, so that you can maybe take a, a couple and have them focus more on raising children and passing on their experience and stuff, mm-hmm. or have them focus more on like researching the technology and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's just cool that it gives you more choice. And it also takes some of the more X base management things mm-hmm. and pushes it into the system that makes our strategic layer unique, yeah. which pushes awesome. it back to the people. Like, yes, yeah. Yes. Really and great. it always circles back to the human yeah. element that the, the, the heroes are like these cool human characters that you want to get attached to. And then, yeah, I, I think it's cool that you can get attached to them, but you can also get attached to like their sur- their surname, mm-hmm. you know, like the mm-hmm. bloodline. So it's like the, yeah. the Vanamans or the Breckens that are like you heard about this. You know, yeah, yeah. hundred dollar level, you get your yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, I can't. Yeah, I can't it's just that. a cl- you know. I mean, it's a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. maybe five minutes <laughs> when you leave. I'm but that's like yeah. I'm yeah. I'm really excited that like that because um, we saw it with FTL. They did it so successfully. Oh my gosh, uh, I'm so pissed about that. I know you were the only one. You were the only one of the Islands crew. And I totally my first place through of ftl and now we're talking about a different game but yeah. uh this one's not dota either sorry uh but like ftl by first playthrough had remo in it and i was like oh my god he's gonna be the captain and i captain <laughs> Remo, and it ended so poorly of where course, he was yeah. the last one on the ship and he was repairing <laughs> he was repairing the final it was in one of those oh god you know you get the solar flare and right, you're just yeah. like oh boy and he was repairing the final he's waving thing his arms around yeah. and, just- and, and there's fire everywhere and so and then he's burning <laughs> so he's trying to fix the o2 i think and he's running out of so he's asphyxiating while he's burning while he's trying to repair something and then he just died and like that was the end That's of my fitting. first playthrough and it was like it was so cool though that it's like it's like i know that guy yeah. i was like i know that guy and he's like in the game in this sort of uh weird way and that was that was really the inspiration of like like you know it's right. so about like these cool bloodlines and stuff and so getting people like like having them like in the game and like having people's names there um i think it's just gonna make it make it fucking awesome also i probably we have we have so many people that have backed it at this level already which is super exciting thanks if you did that thanks um that like I probably don't have to come up with any random names. Yeah, we probably don't no, need yeah, any yeah, random yeah, names. Yeah, it's yeah, just oh, gonna man, be like everybody who contributed to the campaign. And when you start a new game, you'll have like all these different male and female heroes that come from the community, really. Which is really know, exciting. Kind of like you were talking about with a name, where it's just like it's awesome that like we just get to do our own thing. And, right. Like, this is something that like a publisher would never. Let right. It's do like this. you yeah. know many of those we're gonna have to clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it's yeah. like yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about kind of like breaking free from some of the publisher model and whatever. That's awesome. Fuck yeah, the man, really cool. kind of. Yeah, model. definitely. The They're man. not gonna listen to this podcast anyway. No, the man is not even allowed to listen to this podcast. Okay. The man, as long as the, the I don't think can... the man manages lords. I think he's busy managing <laughs> <the> money. <laughs> yeah. Lords manage the men. <laughs> but yeah, it works. Massivechalice.com. How? That's it. Well, we can move on, but I want to ask you how Dota. It, it, oh, you yeah. mentioned yeah, briefly yeah, yeah. that Dota oh, possibly is, is seeping so into certain it, things. I think it is because my brain has been steeping mm-hmm. like a fine tea. It's been, it's been <laughs> steeping in, in Dota for a while now. And like 
there's so many unique abilities in Dota. Like, I mean, that's part of it is just having like a lot of cool, unique abilities for like the heroes and the enemies. And like, that's, that's cool. But also I think the one big thing that I've noticed is that there are so many abilities that can be used on friendly units and enemy units. And that's something that I think you don't see a lot of these tactical things like, uh, disruptors glimpse, I think is the, why is oh, it called perfect. glimpse? It doesn't even make any sense. Anyway, yeah. it's called glimpse for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that ability is <laughs> he like, he names one thing. Well, and now <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is glimpse? Whatever. It's, it's called massive chalice. It's called yeah. glimpse. Yeah. Best name ever. So like, like, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but like glimpse is, is an amazing, uh, ability that I think would work really well in a tactical, yeah, tactical yeah. strategy yeah. game. Yeah. Where it's like, it's like, you know, send target unit back to where it was at the beginning of last turn amazing like so so this has the like that's a know, really astute like observation like i never yeah. realized that i liked that aspect of the game so oh much. it's yeah. amazing yeah. there's yeah. so many there's so many abilities in the game where it's like you know like when you first get a diffusal blade and it's like people are like oh and you can totally use this on yourself and you're like what why would i it's oh, a knife that would if i get yeah. dusted i can diffusal blade myself that's amazing i'm never good enough to do that I think right. I've purchased yeah. about two diffusal blades in my Dota career so far. You know, a diffusal but, uh, blade, unless amazing. this has been patched, I don't think it has. Diffusal blade insta kills Warlock's Golem? Uh, yes. It's the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is the, no, that's the, I yeah. had that so discovery. It's, it's I mean, totally obviously, insane. there's yeah. a good chunk of our audience who's listening to this and it's like, yeah, no shit, do you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not as hardcore as you that's, guys. I mean, yeah, yeah that's the bottomless pit of Dota I knowledge. Yeah. made a Warlock's Golem go to sleep yeah. instantly. Oh, just get out of here. Oh, so, so good. good. Yeah. So good. Oh, anyway, sorry. But that, but so like, yeah, the glimpse, I think, is a fantastic example of like uh, an ability that I think that I'm probably just just gonna steal i'm just gonna steal it you're gonna rename it but, though oh yeah it's gonna have a new name like <laughs> send back that's what it's gonna be thing. called i mean and i hope <laughs> you talk a big game yeah you're right <laughs> and then oh glimpse why'd they call it that it should be send back send back <laughs> send me yeah. backy thingy send back <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i don't know what it'll be called but it's awesome Recall. because um you know thinking about like you know having one of your like melee heroes like charge in and like do a big aoe attack and then you know one of your other dudes like Yank glimpses him. Hint, yanks yeah, yeah. yanks him back uh that's like well, super it's like awesome. hook right is another good example exactly yeah. exactly yeah. that's God, another when, great when a quality pudge saves you with his hook oh, God, mm. it's the best yeah. that's literally that, never that happened. is the high water <laughs> <laughs> i've, I've heard watched stories yeah i've watched videos <laughs> where it happens and i'm like oh that's amazing <laughs> fucking sick hooks bro but like yeah i've i don't know that's crazy. But yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is that it's, yeah. it's variety and it's the, the multi-target, multi-use. Also, where those uses are not, you know, not spelled out for you. It's like there can be creative uses of abilities that, that really make you think. And uh, sometimes, yeah, it's like you read it. Like, yeah, reading Glimpse, that, I think that's probably my best example. I'm sure there are mm-hmm. other ones. But there's sort of that aha moment of yeah. I'm in a situation and where man, this would be effective. Yes, yeah. and, when you, and when somebody TPs to a tower that you're sieging and you're just like Glimpse and you send him way back to wherever the fuck he was and now his TP's on cooldown, it's literally the best feeling. Like, that's one of the best oh, feelings yeah. of Dota. It's like, it's like, oh, man, like, I did that. I'm super smart. I figured that out. It's like, maybe you saw someone else do it. But it still makes you feel but really good. But you also know how pulled off that guy is. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's part of it. Part of that is that's a <laughs> It's part of the like, and that's like, I mean, that's really hard. It's hard playing like a zero sum game where you just every time you do something good, you're actively pooping in someone else's mouth. Because it's like really, really bad. <laughs> like it feels bad, and then because you know you're really smiling you. a lot though when you <laughs> yeah you know, you said that, you're kind yeah. of looking up in a way like very fondly. Oh. <laughs> no, like I, God, I hate that part about competitive games. Actually, really, Which, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, I kind of do because you're a nice like, guy. I, well, I, I but I also be. believe that you're, like, you're so nice that this must There's be the, dark side. No, the, yeah. the, the frosting crust right. of like a dark beating I really, black heart. I really like co-op games a lot. I just think that um, it's hard for them to have the same highs mm-hmm. that the uh, like PvP game has because, and I mean, unfortunately, the like zero sum PvP game like Dota, like your lows are going to be insanely low. Like when you just get fucking pounded out of the gate and it's 19-0 and you're like we literally and we can't surrender thanks valve like you know it's like it's just the worst feeling where it just drags on and you're like wow that's terrible but um the other team's probably feeling pretty good i don't know like well that's the flip side right and i think that's probably why there's not a surrender button like i think it's because we don't want to deprive the other team of but that. But there's also, high, yeah. but also, you know? also people would just give up really quickly. All, yes. all of and the actually, time, they, all of the that's time. something that's worth talking about right now. Actually, somebody actually sent in a mail regarding this, but we can just talk about it because yeah, yeah it's it's an interesting. The sort thing. of like, I think the early GG 
Yeah. It pisses me off so much. I, it's, Especially it's if you're infuriating. playing like two or three people who are in your like in your yeah. in your stack and then you have you're playing against people in another lane and then maybe you die twice or something happens and then the first five minutes you get the GG. Yeah, I at, played around at first blood, right? Where yeah, at first blood? Oh, GG! You, yeah, yeah, yeah. you gave first no. blood to Alchemist. That's it. And you're like, wait, like I don't think that's how Dota works. Like I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> this round I played, this guy GG'd five minutes in, six minutes in, seven minutes in. It was just on the minute he would just say GG. <laughs> Maybe he's got <laughs> and a then mod. In the course of this, we started to win, and then we ended up winning, and he was GGing all the way to the end, and then, <laughs> and then everybody else started to like chime in, GG, GG. <laughs> I mean, it just became this like a mighty Dutch quack. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, amazing! So ridiculous. I love that. that uh, I love that. Maybe he was doing the actual dickhead GG thing, which is like where you're winning because the GG etiquette, which is you know, I think from StarCraft and maybe Warcraft before that, whatever, is that like you wait until the guy taps out. The loser, the loser extends the hand and says, "That was a great game, sir. That we just played on the Lord's pitch. That was fantastic." (laughs) Uh, And then the winner is allowed, then, if they choose, and they should, to shake the hand, complete the transact, the social transaction, and say, "Yes, sir. GG. That was a good game. We both played well." Even though we won, right? I'll Uh, let you up off this mat, and you can uh, exactly again. But like the people that. (laughs) offensively gg that is an infuriating thing for me the people that yeah. break the social contract and go go full steam ahead where I mean, it's like they're winning and yes, yeah, we yeah, just yeah, took yeah. a racks and it's just like gg noobs or whatever you're yeah. like oh but so maybe he was doing that it was a <laughs> slow burn gg noobs in your dota towel it's, it's kind of the best thing <laughs> this is not way. a towel this is a high quality scarf <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. this is my, <laughs> this is my international exactly. two dota scarf i thought i would have to wear it for this podcast GG and you, noobs. you unfortunately can't see it on this podcast but i think you can hear it if you yeah yeah here, actually, I'll rub it on this pop screen. <laughs> yeah. You think that's coming through at all? I can check. Maybe, I don't so <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they heard that. I'll edit something in if it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> so the, the bristling, t- like it'll be like you know, like in it Bohemian Rhapsody when they hit the uh, the um, God, what is that? The tinkling. The chimes, chimes. chimes. Yes. it'll yes. be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be very Inject nice. some chimes into this podcast. I, but I do think like. Somebody on your team, when you're a little bit behind at the beginning, putting down the GG, ladies mm. and gentlemen, no. That is, yeah. that's tacky. It's yeah. tacky, is what it is. That's yeah. the best way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. Tacky. It's not, nice it doesn't tacky. help anyone. Cause it's like, you really, and actually what I was gonna say about your like, you know, about the steamroll, like getting mm-hmm. steamrolled or steamrolling someone, it doesn't feel terrible when you're up 19 0, 15 minutes <laughs> in the game, but, it's also kind of boring to go through the motions yeah. and finish it out. So I actually, I actually kind of like the surrender button because you can play more games per hour mm-hmm. and you can experience the, the tight, close matches. Cause man, when you pull out the like, you know, very close match, it's like 45 mm-hmm. minute, 50 minute game. And it's been super close the whole time. Kills are even towers are even farm is really even. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's when it's the best when you just have those sort of like those, you know, the one team fight that has some buyback in it that like decides the whole fate of the whole game. Like that's, and it feels like it go either way. That's when I think you get the real high highs, you know, mm-hmm. like when it's close and whatever. And I think that's, you know, even though it's annoying that like, you know, people want to tap out early and stuff, there are some games that are so over and it's like, those could be 20 minutes instead of 45 there's that middle slice where you think you're out of it yeah. i think that's part of it yeah. is it's just it's so hard for the average player i mean i i think i think pros have a better sense of i mean i'm sure they do but but i think for just the average yoda player it's really hard to know where you actually are just in terms yes, of like that's true you will think you're winning and you will be losing so badly and then the opposite can also be true and it's just it's really difficult to tell totally. where you actually are like the kills can be even and you can be completely screwed and not know yeah. it so i think that's yeah. i think that's part of it is and I think it would be hard for everybody that's something you and i have been talking about yeah as we sort of like he'll be playing or i'll be like one of our friends will be playing and you kind of wait for the next match so you just watch that mm-hmm, match mm-hmm. but you have access to the xp and the yes. gold charts mm-hmm. yes and then Those we'll be on so... skype and i'll be listening to like nick yeah. and our friend alice playing and they're like i think we're, i think we're doing no, no no we got this everything's going yeah. well and i'll look at the xp <laughs> differential or the gold differential I'm like oh guys and you're like, <laughs> and you're like two, maybe two yeah. minutes from now uh, but right now what i'm seeing <laughs> yeah do you know what that anti-mage is going to do to you? Do yeah. you know what's going to happen? It's like, he's going to, hey, yeah. I, just, I, like, oh, I don't God. do it, but I was like, hey, guys, when's the last time you saw Life Stealer? Because <laughs> he's so, just, oh he's my just God. farming that's, his ass off. That's, yeah. That right is now, the worst. He's just going to start pointing oh, at you to do it. Life, life Stealer is a really 
an especially atrocious uh, yeah. example too, where I love, he's one of my favorite characters. I love that guy. Um, but when you, when you have a good initiator and you have a farmed life stealer, just fuck it. Like I, just it's just, out it's so like, fun. Games all here, like, and and, and, and this my brother, face. my brother plays a pretty good storm spirit. And that's just like, just loading up, the loading up the bat Mexican lightning guy <laughs> with, with a weird, Ghoul, zombie, and chain, whatever, and just like jumping, diving. Basically, in there if just, you guys were eleven, oh. you would just be like, "Ah, oh, yeah." This is the shame. <laughs> this is the highest point. This is the apex amazing. of gaming. It's so good. It's so good. So, how did you start playing? How did you come to the game? Did, oh, you, did you play I, the? Did you play the? Mom? I was a lead. No, I never played Dota One. I never played Dota One. Um, we actually, this is crazy. We actually tried it early in the office while we were working on Brutal Legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of right around when it came out, I think, and it was still really early. We didn't even play it five on five, so like we didn't really know that it like it was a thing. I think we played it like three on three, and it just made no sense. And we were like, "What are we doing? This is so weird." You know, we were playing a lot of RTSs for mm-hmm. um, inspiration for that game, so I think we played it like once, and we we're just like, "What? Like, I don't get this. This is weird." this is not an rts uh so it wasn't until until my brother got into league of legends and then he kind of like uh he's got pretty good taste in games and he's pretty hardcore about games so he's always my like if i don't like understand a genre or i'm just like i don't know why this is so popular he's probably already playing that game and he'll like drag me into it and explain it to me and then sort of yeah so that's what happened with league so I played is your that brother game local for a while uh he's, in, he's, seattle. he's yeah, in seattle but that's nice though because you guys have that it's cool yeah, you it's cool time, especially because right? we're like on the same time zone now like yeah. like i'm from michigan originally and he moved out like i moved out here and then he moved out several years later but it's really cool that we're on like the same time zone and we can like we can like hang out and that's how we do most of our like hanging out right anyway is like yeah, playing games right. uh but still it's really cool that we have the opportunity to do that and yeah i don't know so it was like yeah we played league for a really long time but kind of got tired of league i think it was like the free-to-play mechanics were starting to kind of grind me out you know it's mm-hmm. like it felt like they they're just constantly releasing new champions new lords i can just call them lords, call here, lords. Right? yeah lords, lords. Probably just, just yeah. Constantly you can releasing. talk about your days playing han and yeah. you could still say yeah. lords yeah. just yeah. new lords fun. Uh, new lords all the time and it's like you know they have a, a free-to-play model that kind of tries to get you know and i had gotten to the point where i had paid like 50 or 60 bucks into the game over like a year and a half or something mm-hmm. but it was like well it looks like i just have to keep paying money like that's weird um because i don't really want to pay any more money for this like if this had been 50 bucks up front or whatever i totally would i don't know um and then the other thing it felt like a lot of their hero design was um just kind of being recycled. It was sort of like taking all the existing hero abilities, putting them into a bag, shaking mm-hmm. it up, and then reaching in, grabbing four, and then rolling the D4 to see which one's going to be the alt. That kind of, like... that, And I, I don't know. It might be completely different. I haven't played it for, like, well over a year, so it was different. But mm-hmm. it just felt like... I don't know. I, I just kind of started fading out of it. And then and then Dota 2 is, like, gaining popularity. My brother had switched over, and he was like, yeah, come play Dota. You'll hate it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, man, all these things that are, like, you know, that were streamlined out of Dota when they made League are in here that you're going to have to, like, get right. used to. And right. I'm like, and it took me a really long time. I mean, I felt like it took me, you know, it took me 40, 60 hours to, like, get used to League and get mm-hmm. into, like, even a MOBA. But that was starting from scratch. It took me another, like, 40 hours to go from like, you know, pretty pretty hardcore league player into like feeling like I even know what the hell is going on in a Dota match. Like it's it's unbelievably complicated. Like I think that's the thing that a lot of people, a lot of Dota players forget is that like the amount of knowledge that you need to even like Oh, it's be, it's, oh, it's even just to like not <clears throat> feed, just not be a failure. <laughs> oh, yeah, like yeah. it's like so crazy. You need yeah. to like yeah. you need to play hundreds of hours before you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. There's game. sort of like, like the, the first 25 that. hours where you're just learning the way oh, the world works. And, just, yeah, and then yeah, there's gosh. the next 100 hours yeah. where you're learning how the other lords can kill you. Yes. And then there's the other hundred hours where you're learning how to kill other people. And there's actually, I wonder if people could find this. I haven't read this in, in years, but, um, one of the lead designers of league of legends, Zelius, I think is what he goes by. Uh, he put up this really awesome post about, uh, anti patterns in game design. And it's sort of the things that they were trying to simplify and streamline out of league of or out of Dota into league of legends. Um, and it's actually really good. It's really good. Like anybody who's interested Mm -hmm. in game design, I think it's a fucking fascinating read. Uh, that's pretty, I'm pushing my glasses up. I like nerdy (laughs) 
game designer glasses up, but um, he used uh, Rupture, the Bloodseeker ability, mm-hmm. as this to, to illustrate this one point beautifully about how like putting the burden of knowledge onto the victim of an ability is mm-hmm. really bad game design. Um, well, I mean, also let me clarify that first. I'm gonna be like ripping into Dota's game design because the game is brilliant. It's amazing. No, it's interesting though. Yeah, it is like um, you're a designer. You're allowed. Yeah, I mean, well, there are a lot of things that you learn working in mainstream like AAA, whatever console games and stuff. You know, make it accessible and do all these things. There are all these rules and stuff, and Dota breaks a shitload of those rules. So when I say bad game design, that's in quotes, sort of like from my training and sort of like the mainstream industry, a lot of these things look really terrible. They look kind of amateur ish. Uh, But it's like when everyone knows like this example here where it's like putting the burden of knowledge onto the victim. So, uh, you know, they call him like noob seeker, right? Because you in a, in a pub game, if somebody doesn't know when they get ruptured that they have to stop moving. I mean, blood is pouring out of your fucking character. There's a big scary sound that happens. You're gonna run. You're gonna run away <laughs> yeah, from the yeah. fucking guy. He silenced you. You can't cast any spells. Ha! Huh? You just you just run. You just want to run. But like, you're not supposed to run. You're supposed you to be. You're supposed to be calm, cool, collected. Plant. You're supposed to s. And then double click your TP scroll, bro. Like that's what you're supposed to do. But like, how could anyone know this? Like, unless you've already gotten through mm-hmm. the hundreds of hours and you know all of the ways the lords can kill you, uh, you don't you don't actually know that. So <laughs> so you can just like rack up all these kills against against new players using this ability rupture, and it's like, and the other guy is having no fun. He has no idea why he's dying. His team's probably yelling at him. It's terrible. It's just a bad experience. So um, it's just an interesting read. Like, I, I think that Dota is a deeper game, a more mm-hmm. interesting game at this point. Um, but it's still totally worth reading, and it's worth thinking about all this stuff that's ingrained in your sort of, like, Dota knowledge brain that's been, you know, steeped in the in, right. in all yeah. the, like, ability text and, like, you know, knowing how much armor Doombringer starts the game with. Like, why should anyone know that? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it's like, but a lot of people out there do. I bet a lot of the listeners of this are like, are like, Doom has two armor to start the game. I don't, I don't know how it is. It is very low. Like, yeah. it is. It's very low, and I don't understand that. I like that. Doom a lot. I, I like that guy. Yeah. I like that yeah, guy. pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't know. But that, that part... Uh, yeah, so that's part. I don't know what the hell we were talking about before that, but um, that's kind of yeah. what happens. You just sort of go yeah, that's, yeah, that's, cool. yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at like rambling, well, rambling thing, off a cliff. Because you were talking about in Massive Chalice being inspired by uh, XCOM, and XCOM is one of my favorite games. Uh, the reboot of the past five years. I'd actually never played the original XCOM, and then I started. Oh, you did like, I got introduced to it through these guys, through uh, like Chris and the guys mm-hmm. um, streamed it and kind of showed it here in the office and things like that. Uh, when the <clears throat> when the new one was coming out, but I have always been a big fan of just moving your guys to strategic points in the map. Yeah. Like I really like Company of Heroes. Feels good. I really man. like um, uh, Brendan Chung made the game Flotilla. I like that game mm-hmm. a lot. I liked uh, Full Spectrum Warrior. I really the games where I have to think about the, the field and where I am on it, and then the what advantage the, uh, the pitch. Right, yeah, yes. and the pitch. But like I think there's an element to XCOM and just sort of unit positioning that is so prevalent in dota that's i yes. i really i think that's something when i realized how important that was that i responded to as just a guy who likes that sort of thing a mm-hmm. lot you know it's very difficult because you don't control those other four lords on your team right and you're at a like, position, you're man, at a position yeah. oh my god it's oh my god that part's really hard and the yeah. speed at which the team fights go down at is just like i can't get my brain around that yet and i've been playing a lot i mean part of it is just going to be like physical and mental dexterity i feel like i'm probably getting pretty close to my upper limit um and that's like kind of sad and depressing (laughs) but because it's not very high um but yeah like that that part is really interesting the positioning aspect of the game is a fascinating thing and like i love the the abilities that mess with that too the um uh vengeful spirits vengeful spirits yeah her her swap is like fantastic like that is such a like interesting ability that has like all sorts yeah right exactly me too knowing Uh, when to grab a person and then just get destroyed is and that's and that's usually (laughs) and that's usually when my brother yells at me like swap that one like and i think bs was one of the early characters i started with like that's a tough i know i I think it was just because it's like you have on-demand stun which is Mm -hmm. really nice you know it's like you have just like oh i can just stun somebody cool um but yeah you really know you need to know when to swap and who to swap and what to do after you swap 
you know, try to not die after you swap. Very difficult. Like, <laughs> post swap strat. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It, I mean, not the easiest character, but there aren't. I don't know. That's that's hard. Who is the who? Did, so who? Two questions. One is who did you pick up when you first started playing, and who are you really into right now? I I think that like early on, it was just sort of like listening to my my brother, just be like, take this guy, he's fine. You know, you'll be fine with this. So some ventral spirit, uh, Lich. I think I did pretty well yeah. with Lich. I like love Lich. I, um, trying to think, Crystal Maiden. I had some really good. Oh, wow. I actually had a six zero Crystal Maiden run. Wow. Which was just ridiculous, and I don't know how that happened. I think it's just like, I mean, there's so many factors that go into who's right. going to win a Dota yeah, match. Right. But I actually played well in all of them. Like, I had good stats, and but yeah, who knows? All sorts of random stuff. Uh, I actually think it's good. I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, Tidehunter, I, too. Oh, Tide Tide's so good. Yeah. Tide's just learning how to use a Blink Dagger. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still terrible at it. Uh, so it's not like, oh, yeah, totally. Fucking yeah. Blink Dagger 101. I'll give you some lessons. No. Uh, but, like, just sort of, you know, learning how to use items without, mm-hmm. like... Mm. Or conjoining uh, items with an ability strike. Yep. It's such yep. a, like a really basic thing that you don't really... That you take for granted as a regular player. Yeah. But going to your item pool and then also to your ability pool and using those things together... Yep. Is, it's a good thing to learn early well, on. Well, especially, and I don't, it's it's hard to learn at first because they're mapped to your keypad, right? And then once you bring them over to somewhere more accessible. Oh, God, they're mapped to your keypad to yeah, start? I just yeah. immediately mapped them to something that I could So I played do. my first five rounds of Dota with the map to the keypad. And I was like, is this, because you, you have this idea, right? That when you start playing a game, that the, you should just use the, the default. defaults are yeah, probably but, in the oh, neighborhood of what I should be using. You, no, I don't think I still so. use the keypad. Do you really? I do. So you take your hand How? off I do. of the mouse? Well, I, not the keypad, but I use the number keys. I mean, if that's true. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, I use, no, I no, mean, the they're mapped to the keypad. The numpad. Yeah, the numpad. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, 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 yes. no. The default is the is is the number number keys. Is it? The, wait, the number keys. I think no, that no, the no, number no, no, keys no. are defaulted to your control groups. Like, yeah, like oh, in Warcraft. About, uh, I'm talking about your abilities. I mean, not your abilities. Your item. Yeah, yeah, yeah item your, activation. I, your, yeah, I've never changed inventory. those. Those are those are really numpad or the, the sorry the, the number, number keys. keys. Yeah. Where are your like control groups? If you want to, you know, get your. Uh, I use F keys for that, but I don't know what they're. Ah, okay, oh. interesting. I bet you. Know I'm what? almost positive. Probably, they, God, wouldn't that be bad if episode it. two I just start oh, spouting <laughs> nonsense? We'll look it up afterwards. <laughs> if it's the case, I'm gonna wrong, chop all this sure. shit out of here. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I mapped them to um, mouse three and four for a couple, and then spacebar for another See, think, one. Yeah. And if and if I ever have more than three items that require activated abilities, I just I just quit. I just try to I just click you extend that. your hand I just say, click that one match, I just click that one I think like um yeah but yeah it's like you know you got like mana boots stick blink dagger I don't know I had one game where I had like four or five and I was like what am I doing how am I ever going yeah. to do this it was like a blade mail and a, I don't know I just like every <laughs> item I was building had an activated ability I was like I'm not good enough for this why am I doing this yeah gotta yeah. find something that just has a heart in it that's it yeah uh really though the first character that I had success with was Skeleton King like oh, wow. okay. well yeah your active stun I fucking Maybe love Skeleton about, King yeah. and also learning how to use items like getting your armlet on Skeleton King is fantastic um it's sort of weird because he's a carry um, that's, so it's like, it's not great to recommend it to people to be right. like, Hey, cause he's a pretty hard carry. That dude can kind of get nuts if he gets farmed up. Um, but you know, dying and just like having a free Aegis, like just have a free life every few minutes is really sweet. Like that's well, awesome. When you're learning, stats. it just keeps you it's on the really, pitch really longer, good yeah. when you're learning. Also, um, the fact that he's got like vampiric aura, you don't have to waste money. I mean, really, it's like he's got two passes, and they just reworked him. I'm really excited to check out this new ability they put in there. Have you guys read mm-hmm. the notes and shit? No. no. There's some new what? ability where it's like he's got some weird like HP remove. So they're they're taking I think the critic the critical strike, <clears throat> and they're reworking it into some active ability that will like temporarily drain HP from uh from from a target. But then it will give it back at the end. So it's going to be this weird, oh, like, weird. Oh, nuke that will, wow. if you don't finish off that target, it will That's really get it back or something. It sounds That's cool. It sounds cool. And then the crit goes away when it's on cooldown, which I thought was very interesting. When I read it, a lot of League of Legends abilities are like that. Hmm. They have these passive abilities um, that when you crack them, you know, when you activate mm-hmm. them, they give you a bonus, but then until it comes back on cooldown, the passive goes away. And I thought it was a really good way of like creating tension with like not just using stuff all the time. So I, 
I don't know if that's that came from like League of Legends design or whatever, or if it's maybe like people at Valve being like, "Hey, Skeleton King's got two passives. Maybe we could make him three passives." Technically, yeah, yeah. This is, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, he's, yeah, he only has one man. active ability, and maybe it's like people are nudging the frog, the ice frog, to like mm. you know massage <laughs> some of these frog. characters that are a little that are a little more a little simpler, trying to get them to be more active or whatever. I don't know what the reason is, but it's pretty cool. It sounds cool. But anyway, he's got in his current form until they patch it passive uh vampire vampiric aura just like hey that's great because after a fight if you're low you can just sit in lane and wail on creeps and get Mm -hmm. your hp back or you can jungle really easily that's fantastic and then uh, he has a passive crit yeah so again both of those abilities you don't have to uh waste uh, money on items for those you're just like whatever you don't need like a what is it like a daedalus or a crystalis or whatever you don't need those things you just dude i just crit faces um so you can focus really on like bkb and heart and armlet as that's sort of like the core way that I, I play that guy and, you know, just stun people, run up, get a lucky crit, big die. <laughs> you got to be KB yeah, yeah. on. So like, nobody's going to stop you. You're just running around as this like asshole skeleton, just stabbing people in the face. It's really fun. Yeah. And like, and when it works, it's like, it's pretty simple. You can just worry about your armlet, you know, make sure you're not leaving your armlet on. It's a good way to train right. your items. Like you were saying right, with, right, the, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, tide totally. and the blink stuff. Um, and so, yeah, those were, those were the games, uh, playing several matches with skeleton King where I like, really, I was like, started to understand the game. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, there's this other thing that happens. Like, Getting like learning the game is awesome. Learning any game, I think, is fantastic. It's a great part of just like playing games. It's like learning the rules right. and learning how it works and learning, learning, learning. It's fantastic. I think Raf Coster has a book about that. It's really good. It's like a picture book. You can read it really fast. <laughs> uh, uh, but um, but the learning aspect is great. When you are just dying, when you are just getting pounded, there's no opportunity to actually learn. Like you want to actually be interacting in some fucking way or else you're not getting any better. You're not improving. So I think it was really those games where it's like, okay, I'm not dying all the time now. I'm actually staying in these fights partially because of the free Aegis where when I fall over, the fucking skeleton puts them back, right. back together. Sweet. <laughs> you're pushing it um, But it's like, you know, it's nice that it happens. Like it's cool and it helps you stay in the fights and you're dying less and you're running around more and you're learning more. And I think yeah. that that was the character that really got me hooked on like playing Dota. Also gave me some really, really bad fucking habits. Just, I was just going to say that. Just That's like, exactly yeah. what I was just yeah. going to say. You got to be careful. When you talked about playing Crystal yes. Maiden, I'm like, oh, it's somebody who's really delicate, right? And yeah. I, have this, I have this sort of thing where I go back and forth because our friend Pierre started playing. And he's kind of got a character. He, he started really as into Sniper, and I think that gave him some bad habits. We talked yeah. about that a lot. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We will talk about Sorry. that maybe some more. But he found Death Prophet, which I think was a really nice mix of a lot of different things. But... Uh, when you play a character who's delicate, a delicate support, where like you have to learn character positioning, you have to learn yeah. to manage the damage you're taking, you have to learn to da- to manage your heals and things like this. And it's hard, and it might not be fun, but I think it makes you a better Dota player. Whereas I if you want to have totally fun, agree. I feel like Skeleton King or somebody like that yeah. is really the way to go. Yeah. We're just going to go out I, there and just beat the crap out of guys and yeah. have fun and I would, stun that I guy. I would totally agree. And that's yeah. like, yeah, I mean, my favorite characters are like, like an opportunity cost. Skeleton King and uh, Axe, who's terrible, but I love him. And uh, God, you playing uh, as Axe the other day, by oh, the way? Oh, it was so bad. I, I had such a bad game. Just be like... I used to like this guy. Yeah, I just... I think, <laughs> I think that was the game that pushed me over the edge. My brother always uh, taunts me whenever I try to play Axe. See what I did there? Yeah, I got it. Taunt. Yeah, yeah. okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, he always taunts me. It's like he's like he's like brother. Why do you like bad heroes? That's, I like that he calls you brother. That's his yeah. brother. Yeah, we call each other brother. brother. That's ever since like old Arrested Development. We've been doing that just <laughs> yeah. ever since, and it's sort of weird that it's back. I don't know. That's weird, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's like brother. Why do you like bad heroes? Because I love. Oh God, I love Axe. I love um. Bounty Hunter's not bad, but he's very difficult to play, mm-hmm. and he can be like countered. He can be countered very easily, right? Mm-hmm. Like any of the Invis heroes are like that. I love Slark. Although, man, I saw Slark in the Western qualifiers. There's, there's I can't remember the guy that was playing yeah, 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 some yeah. Slark, but man, some good good Slark play. Not that good. <laughs> not as good. Uh, as not that good as that guy. Um, in international but Western quals. Yeah, he's always like, "Why do you like playing heroes?" So I've been trying. I, like, to, like, I think Slark's great. I, I think Slark's really so good. much. He's really good. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's it's sort of like I need those like middle of the road heroes that mm-hmm. are like easier to play but still powerful. Like I, I think Life Stealer is a good example of that. Like Well, he's just taken oh, over man. the so good. the pro scene. He's like in he's just he's like band picked in almost every game right every, now. He's, he's just always either banned or yeah. featured, yeah. I like that I like that guy a lot. He's very strong. That's always really interesting to me. I don't know. I'm st- I feel like 
I'm starting to really pay attention to the pro scene. Not just because we're doing this, but yeah, because me too. It's inter- it's, actually, it's, it's actually international international fever with all the qualifiers. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, totally it's like I'm definitely, everybody. and I've been kind of uh, in the morning drinking my coffee, watching replays for yeah, the, yeah, yeah. W- uh, the Western. I haven't even gotten to the Eastern qualifiers. There's so many games. It's There's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just kind of like, you know, watching part of one every morning, mm-hmm. kind of, if I have time. And it's The announcers kind of awesome. who do the Beyond the Summit stream mm-hmm. of, I guess, the international quals. Um, are I, so good. I have not watched that one. They do East, right? They yeah. East. So those announcers, um, Adrian Fennell at Valve, turn me on to listening to those guys. They are... Is you that become a, one of the guys has a really good radio voice? Yes. IEC or something? IEC, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, guy, yeah. That he, guy is Oh good. my God, he sounds... He sounds just straight off the radio. He sounds... He, he, he totally knows. Does. Does. He, he, used to be, he used to be a broadcaster. I he think. was? Yeah, okay, yeah, I would yeah. believe it. I don't think it's that guy actually. For he's, no. Okay, but that dude, that he dude totally is, sounds like, oh, you're yeah. listening to 105.8 oh, yeah. The Smooth Jams, and we've got Dota 2. You know, it's like, it's like he's like totally just like, wow, I would listen to this guy on the radio. It's nice. Yeah. yeah, but these guys are just really, 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 really intelligent, and I felt for the first time I was really listening to commentary that was making me a smarter player. Yeah, so, yeah. That's, you have so you have a treat. That's board. what's great about yeah. watching professional uh, esports mm-hmm. is like when it actually teaches you things because you can watch a lot of commentators are just telling you what's happening, which is mm-hmm. not helpful. But then the yeah. guys that can actually like this is what's about to happen like ten minutes from now. I'm going to tell you why right now, and right. that's like. Like that's mind blowing stuff when they can just break it down. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. It's amazing watching the coordination. I think of the pro matches, like just when they coordinate this three or four man gank out of nowhere, and right. just like, just like, how do they even do that? The other thing I've been noticing is um the sort of like tier one, like tier one bottom early team fight with an instant buyback TP from the defending team that results in a turnaround of like two kills or something. And you're just like, how did, how do you know that like blowing the gold immediately, buying the TP, jumping back into that fight, being part of it again would actually like net, right. You know, mm-hmm. net gold and XP for his team. That's, fucking crazy like i just watched that and i'm just like i, I there's a decision making that's happening oh, yeah. that's just so crazy. confident yeah, just totally yeah. crazy it's amazing i had a moment that like stuff. that at the international too actually in person i was watching an invis hero like a rookie or a bounty hunter which is not a pro character really ba- people play bounty hunter yeah. kind of in the Some, pro i think thing, it was right? a bounty chasing yeah. a guy from the tier one mid tower all the way back past the guy's teeth like tier three Killing him and getting back and knowing that he would get there and survive and he would get that's that ridiculous. Guy. It was unbelievable. That's, that's when you that's I saw totally that happen crazy. and that was you know a, a year ago. So I was I hadn't been playing a ton. I was sort of a, maybe like nine months and I saw the confidence of that decision where the guy's like, "Fuck it, I'm going. I got this." Yeah. You know, he's like, "I know every I, every tower is going to take this many health and I know how many health I have and I know how many times I'm going to hit between there and here and I'm going to survive." And he did. And it was perfect. He had like it, 50 health at the end yeah. of it and it was, it was golden. And he had it tracked, bro. No yeah. problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got that sick track gold. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like not a problem. Yeah. You know, it was like, just, damn. I remember seeing that and going, there is a decision making happening yeah. that is on another it's level really, really than my ability level. to make decisions. And that's, yeah. I mean, part of it is that, you know, League is definitely streamlined and made for more casual players and stuff. And where like Dota coming from the mod thing, it feels like they just didn't give a fuck. They're just no. like, Whatever, like we're gonna do Creep this. Camp's like, gonna respond weirdly. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Yeah. So that's okay. If you guys want to get into that, like when I talk about the quote-unquote bad game design, right? We'll call it quirky game design. <laughs> um, and that one just feels like a bug. The creep respawning stuff. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I know that, it's from an engine where that was the case. Right? Yeah. Every yeah. minute we're gonna but have like, a glance and see what the state of the world. Every, is. Yeah. Everyone's used to it, but like, wow, is that counterintuitive and bizarre? And it creates um, some weird gameplay with like stacking and pulling as the mm-hmm. safe lane support. You're I like, like what? that stuff so much. It's I almost like, it's everything kind of... about creeps is strange. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's true though. Like everything about like anything you do with a creep in that game, bl- yeah. creep blocking, last yes. hits, denials. Yeah. None of it makes any like it's just really walking bizarre. into that. You're just like what? It's like, really really weird stuff. But it but yeah, it adds to the game in a weird in a way that you just don't think is. It's sort of like, first like when you're, I don't know if you ever like made up like a game. It's like Calvin Ball, right? You make up a game in your backyard yes. as a kid. We're like, okay, we've got like somebody brought a bucket of tennis balls over and we have like some holes in the ground. We got like a uh, broken basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we can make a game out of this. Yep. Yeah. Stacking and pulling and denying of that is just that to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's fine. The fact that it doesn't have some sort of, uh, real world narrative equivalent of a thing that I mean they're obviously 
a Lord killing another Lord has a real world like literature, at least, you know, like in a story, <laughs> a giant skeleton killing a right. ice princess right. is right. a story you would tell a kid. But you would never kill your team's soldier because he's about to die <laughs> yeah. and you don't want the other team to loot his corpse or something. <laughs> to gain, yeah. Like what? <laughs> to gain benefit <laughs> from, from murdering him. Every soldier has yeah. the same amount of coins on him. <laughs> and I need to kill this man before the other guy gets it. Yeah. Well, you well, don't less, get, less they revel yeah. in the success right. of the And murder. you don't get the coins. Right. Nobody gets right. the coins. Yeah. Nobody gets the coins. <laughs> like what? Just yeah. like how you bad just that would... his corpse and <laughs> up go the coins and everything. And <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. How bad that would be for morale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Guys yeah. limping like, oh, I think I'm medic. Uh, no, I'm fine. Oh, I'm shot fine. Shot in the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah. Just, hey, man, look. You're done. <laughs> we couldn't give him that one. <laughs> no, but it could be. Uh, I, I'm reminded of the uh, uh, Dawn of War. Really like the Warhammer 40K stuff. And mm-hmm. that's good job, Relic. I like your games. Um, yeah, they make the commissar can execute one of his own little like uh, for the imperial guard. You can like execute one of your own dudes, and then that actually inspires all the other guys to like fight harder. <laughs> <laughs> so it could actually have the opposite effect, where you you deny your own creep, and they all oh shit! They, God, that would be an insane yeah. passive if you're like in an AOE. If somebody oh, denies man. a creep. In an AOE, then the right. other creeps become more powerful. They, you know what? Oh, they actually, that'd be crazy. Yeah, they actually yeah, had, there was an ability like that in League of Legends. Oh, their yeah. their pirate guy, you had a very lich like denial mm-hmm. uh, thing. It was the only deny in the game, and they eventually took it out. But it was sort of like deny one of your own creeps to buff everybody who's around you. And it was like, That's cool. you know, it was like shooting with a yeah. blunderbuss or whatever, his yeah. pistol. Because there's a few of those, uh, like, there's sacrifice, there's dooms, mm-hmm. like devour, I think this is what yep. that's called. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, put in belly. That yeah. one. Yeah. I love, See? God, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Naming master. Put in belly. Brad put in belly. Click. Put it in belly. Gimme. I do that. And that ability is called. I think it's called just gimme. Yeah. Just gimme. Hand a gimme. Put that in there. The, yeah. Put that in there. Put that over there. Um, <laughs> yeah. What else? What else are we talking about? Well, you guys want to do some reader mail? Yeah. Yeah. We can. Yeah. We'll move into the mail section. We can move into the mail section. This is reader mail from you, the readers. And if you have a question for us, oh, oh, we have mail for Brad. Great. But if you have questions for us, not just for Brad Muir, um, lords at thumbs.net is a place that you should send those. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this is from Aaron Wood, and he says, this is the subject line, asking Brad Muir stuff. Whoa, nice. Uh, Hey, Brad, let's hear more about Massive Chalice. Uh, I was <laughs> covered. Listen check. to the beginning of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I think, I think no, we got you, yeah. non-time traveling email sender. <laughs> no, this is an interesting question, though. I, I just like this isn't Dota related, but it, it is a good question. I, I was wondering what you think the tone of the game will be like. The game is described as part XCOM, part Game of Thrones, both of which are pretty heavy. I think the XCOM Game of Thrones line was to describe the tactical gameplay and legacy stuff, but I wanted to hear your thoughts on the tone. Thanks. Yeah, it's. I've gotten this question a lot, and I think it's because. Um, I think it's mostly because like I, Tim Schafer and I are kind of like different game designers. Like mm-hmm. I think that he, like I'm really mechanics focused, um, bottom up kind of game designer, like start with the core and then like build it up and then kind of add the fiction and the backstory and stuff on top of it. And he's sort of the opposite where it's like, you know, come up with the world and the fiction and the characters and stuff first, and then work down to the mechanics to make sure that those make sense with the world. Um, so yeah, we haven't really like talked about it a whole lot. Um, I want it. I do want it to be like kind of serious, but uh, it is a double fine game, and it will have a lot of like personality and and humor in it. It'll have humor in it. Um, but I like the I like the really over the top. Um, Trench was like this, and this is I'm sorry, Iron Brigade. It's okay. <laughs> no, you call it its real name. Oh, Trench. It's fine. Um, Iron Brigade. We're on like League of this. Legends today. Where it's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where it's like it's like this really um, kind of crazy over the top ridiculous world. Um, and the main joke is on screen all the time. Like the actual trench itself, the mech that the, the characters are in, um, is like this open top thing with like no protection, just a couple sandbags. And they're just kind of standing there and it's like, totally ridiculous. Like, why wouldn't you put a top on that thing? Like, what the fuck? It's like, why? But it's like, you know, the whole fiction is that they come from world war one and it's kind of like, oh yeah, put some legs on the trench. It's, it'll, the trench is the safest place you can be, dig it up, put some legs on it, move it around. It's totally safe. So it's kind of like just this running gag, but nobody calls attention to it. It's like a ridiculous thing. Um, but it's self-consistent. And I think that's the most, like none of the characters are like, uh, self-referential like they never yeah, reference right. how, I always how think that's is. way I like that way I, way and that's way like better. my humor wheelhouse I always I think that's just because that stuff is funny and things that aren't like that aren't <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, always, I always describe like um, because you have a good sense of humor maybe? I, I love the <laughs> Evil Dead series a lot like the movies um, 
but I like two better than army of darkness because two has this more self, um, self-consistent non-self-referential kind of thing. Whereas an army of darkness, I think they go a little too far and you know, it's almost like Ash is like winking, like Bruce Campbell mm-hmm. is like winking at the camera or something. And it like, it feels mm-hmm. like it. Oh, it's so much it better. Kinda, you want no wink. Yeah. It kind of yeah. crosses the line a little bit for me where it like, I mean, we're talking splitting hairs, but I think it's a good way to describe it to people. You know, yeah. like I think that two is like much funnier and weirder and more interesting just because of like all the stuff. Also, it's kind of scarier, mm. uh, you know, like yeah. it's like, it is a little bit more serious, but also like I want, I mean, it's kind of cool that this is probably the first game idea that I've had that actually has some like, kind of like tonal thematic kind of qualities to it. Um, and a lot of it comes from like, you know, seeing my parents get older, like I'm getting older, like thinking about having kids. Um, all my grandparents are gone now. Like, uh, I, and my grand, my grandmother passed away. I'm really bringing the Dota podcast. No, it's fine. This is uh, real. She really, like, she passed away a couple years ago and it was like, I was really close to her. And that was the first person that I lost that was like really significant in my life. And it was just super shitty. Um, but it just makes you think about things you know and and i think that i don't want the game to have a message but i want it to like have a theme like have it right. be about like you know children and um you know the legacy and like what are you what are you doing with your life like and what are you gonna do when your parents are gone and like what you know these, these kinds of things it's sort of like emotional honesty you know yeah, like, yeah i think that's sort of like if you can't ground it in that then like none of the fun the, the jokes aren't as funny you know right, what i mean right, that's yeah. kind of how i feel like and i, and I also or the situations aren't as funny yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, so I hope that people reflect on these things like when they, when they play Massive Chalice, cause it looks like we're going to get to make it, which is awesome. Um, but I also like, I don't want it to be heavy handed, but I totally forgot my next point, which was going to be so good. Um, <laughs> what the hell are we talking about? Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, you don't want to be heavy handed. Well, we'll we'll the, the humor, the humor, um, that was good. That's that was nice. Good. I like that. That was clever. Um, the humor <laughs> aspect, like, I think that since we are dealing with like death and mortality and stuff, I think there, there will be opportunities to kind of like, make light of that subject mm. in a, in a way that's respectful, but still kind of like undercutting the seriousness of it. True. And I think that, you know, there's some like, there's probably some really good spots for like dark humor or like, yeah, just that I like that, that humor can undercut really serious uh, situations and kind of like not make you dwell on it too hard. And so I think that, yeah, we're going to be actively looking for places where we can put some like real double finey personality and characters and humor into the game without like, destroying the the kind of more serious nature of the game. Mm. Uh, and I think that those things totally, I think they can totally live together. Like, I don't, I don't think there's, um, yeah, I don't think they're opposed in any way. And I think they'll actually both, they'll live together really well and make each other better in a way. So yeah, I think it'll, it'll definitely feel like a double fine game. I mean, if that's what people are worried about, I don't think you have to worry about that. Cool. No. Okay. I'm very excited for your video game. Yeah, I'm excited be- to make. I this might, video I might, game. I might pull my myself away from Dota to play it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a lot of word. Got a lot. Yeah, got a lot. I got a lot of hours in Dota. I'm gonna pull myself away from Dota a little bit to make it. Make it. Yeah. Okay. This next email is from Morgan Ross. He's this. This actually might do it for your reader mail because this is a big topic that we sort of skirted, but I think is probably something we should tackle. Tips for new players. Hey guys, I'm pretty new to the Lord's Management games, but I've been playing League of Legends. I really want to play Dota two. Pretty much because of all the hype and the excitement that the game generates. What kind of advice could you give to new players? Should I try to play with new friends? Or is the community friendly enough to be helpful? Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. I think this is something we haven't really talked about. But yeah. like, if you're getting into this game, it's insane. We it's mentioned really how difficult. insane it is. But like, what yeah. do you do? Like, what, A friend what is do? the best. I mean, I feel like friends is... Yeah. There's yeah. kind of like a series of checkboxes that I think you can combine into a, mm. a Dota 2 onboarding package yeah. <laughs> that is okay. Like a, a curriculum. Yeah, right. Uh Obviously, playing a bunch of people deciding to play from start together is good. Or having, like, a mentor is great. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any of those things for a while. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But what I did... It's okay. There's no friends. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't have that quest that you can go on as... So they they just put a quest into the game. It's a single player thing. You go as Dragon Knight and you learn about yeah. last hitting. You learn about oh, really? abilities. Yeah, I, it's really cool. I I played, oh my god, I played through that. Yeah. I don't think it's going to help people that much. It did enough I, to I where. But here's the thing: like when I first started playing, my fr- I talked they're about like, this "Hey, last week. spam your fire breath, and this keeper <laughs> of the light will just keep your mana filled." And you're like, "Oh no! Like this is not a good lesson for anyone. <laughs> it's not." You got, oh man! When they start the game, where's my keeper? Yeah, of the where's, light? The, where's <laughs> the guy on the white horse that refills my mana all the time? Why does like, this guy keep saying like, "GG"? Oh, no. <laughs> like, yeah, what they need is a bot that just says "GG" and harasses you just nonstop. Like, I mean, some of it is good. Like, like last. 
kidding and like go kill this but, creep camp and but like don't tutorial that's yeah. actually yeah. simulating what it's like to be at a dinner. But you have to remember somebody's oh. starting this game up. How do I go? Oh, I don't know. Like I don't how do know. I move? How do I go my guy to the place? <laughs> how do I go? You know, like that yeah. is like the, so just do that yeah. so you know how to go sure. places. And that's and, get stuff. and that's good. And that part of the tutorial I thought was was actually really good. Right. And it's like, hey, they're teaching to use abilities, that's good, but then they're like Hey, just spam this fire breath. You're like, yeah. oh man, you guys, come on. Like, this is going to make people. I mean, yeah. literally, I sat in the well for the first three minutes of my first match, just going, where do I, how do I get to places yeah. to be there and then do a thing? So I think that is at least a good part. Yes, yes. But I, I do agree. It's good that, that it exists. My turning point was going to YouTube. I watched a lot of YouTube tutorials. I watched, I just looked at the Lord's palette. God, so, oh, wow. that's a new, the that's Lord's the palette. That's yeah. just the palette. Of, oh man! And I, I said, that. I like the look of that guy. She's got a good look on her. Okay, that guy's face is cool. Okay, this guy's a weirdo. Let's get those four. Those are the four that <laughs> I'm gonna. The make. lineup, the Lord's lineup, is what you just described. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like the look of that guy. Yeah, <laughs> Number two, come it forward. Does, yeah, it, it does forward, sound please, like that. Where it's like, read the do you recognize? The card. Do you recognize any of these lords, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't really have a face. <laughs> I'm glad you like that. I'm glad that. I'm glad that made sense. I thought oh. that was going to bomb. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, that landed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so you were you were using YouTube and and but that I just w- went was and helpful. looked on at the wiki and said, "Are these interme- Make sure these aren't like super. Make sure I didn't like the look of Meepo. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. And just go. Okay, these are either entry level, intermediately difficult lords. Watch a bunch of YouTube's people playing them. Watch some intro guides. Watch just general guides. Guides to last hitting. Guides to this mm-hmm, to that. Mm-hmm. And that, and I would just revisit those. And I think that was actually a good way. If you don't have a, f- a friend to help play, that's exactly what I did. And then I just realized, and then I just drug all my friends towards right. Dota or made friends like you, Brad Muir. Oh my God. Playing the game. It's so nice to make yeah. new friends through Dota. <laughs> that's, uh, so you should really play Dota 2 because that's how you're going to make friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. I would, uh, I would recommend. Mom, I need to play this. <laughs> I need, I'm making friends. You know how I get beat up at school? <laughs> yeah. I play this. My brother, I mean, all I, the bruises will go. Away. I definitely went the like mentor route, you know. Oh, like, your bro. I, my brother, yeah. and he's hog, just like, yeah. hey, do this, blah, blah, yeah. blah, do this, stop being dumb, you know, whatever. That's pretty good that if you have, basically, it's good to have someone to spray water on you. You know how you like spray yeah. water on a dog? I don't do this. I don't have a dog, but I've seen people do it where they have the spray bottle and like when the dog barks, they're <laughs> just like spray. I pictured a hose that I was like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, but that person actually, for me, ended up being Adrian Fennell. From Valve, yeah, he ended yeah. up onboarding me, and yeah. he would Eventually. just be like, "Get back!" Get but back. he's just oh, God. get out of the if river. You ever have the? Why are you, you there? Ever are lucky enough to, if you're a new player, to play with this guy in particular? He's wait, what does he go by? What is his uh, phenomenal? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know if I've played with him or not. You will. Oh man, yeah, you would know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> he is like has this ability. He'll only be. I've never. He's just so calm. Yeah. He's energetic. And so that's let's the thing do this. I will say about that's it's awesome. really helpful if the person you're playing with is calm and right. and just like has patience because the person that I played with like originally learning, I feel like if that person had just been berating me, I would have never yeah. ever gotten into Dota. It really the helps. reason you play with a friend is to sort of dispel the hostility that Dota can, you know, represent sometimes. Like, you know, it's really tough as a new player, you get harassed a lot. And if you play with a friend, you can kind of tune that out and then just take in all of the good stuff that yep. you need to know. And the moment anybody gives you any guff, yeah. just mute them. Yeah, if somebody says something, yeah, if somebody yeah, says yeah, something yeah. really like, I feel engaged. like for me, like Beyond my advice pale, would just yeah. be like managing that stuff is maybe like number one mm-hmm. priority because I feel like if you don't get past that, you're never going to get into the actual yeah. meat of the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, there was this. Uh, he sent me a thing. I don't know where it was from, but it was called "Welcome to Dota 2. You suck." And that's not. Was oh, that YouTube? Not the, no, no, no. It's no. just, it's just like a, it's just an article on, you know, one of these. I don't know. It's by Purge, maybe. Oh yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. And it's, I mean, not the most. Speaking helpfully of a good voice, name. Fuck, yeah, I like that guy's voice. Welcome to Purge. That was it. That was totally it. Oh my god. Um, and it was like, I don't know if he wrote it or not. Like you'd have to just search for that. Welcome to Dota Two. You suck. And uh, was it a Eurogamer article about him joining playing with his friends? I remember that article was really good too. I don't know. It was just like it's really good. It has good recommendations on like which heroes to play, what you should be doing, blah blah blah. Like Mm -hmm. what's your kind of? It helps, but I mean, man, there's 
just having somebody to ask questions who's like actually willing to take time and like explain stuff to you is the best way to do it. Like, like anything hard in life. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Having, having a friend that mentor who says, having a friend hey, buddy. It. Teacher. Yeah. yeah. It really, it really helps. Is, it's just is really so, up. it's just such a like mountain of information to try to start yeah. getting. I don't know. But like, once you get that first taste, like we recently got, um, I did uh, the like live stream over at Giant Bomb where we like played. Oh yeah, yeah. we like played Dota. We played Dota two, and I got um, Amir and uh, Greg. Greg Kasavin from, from Super Giant, Giant to yeah. come too. And it was the three of us, and then a ringer, and then Brad Shoemaker. We sort of, I sort of, hey, you should play uh, uh, mm-hmm. Dota. Now he is, you know, he got a taste of what Brad. it's like. Mm. Yeah, Brad yeah. and. He is completely addicted to it. It's just oh, yeah, that, like, yeah. he's been you know. After once shoemaker's going on the cast. Once oh, you yeah. get that, stop one, sending his emails. Once <laughs> you get that taste, like, once you get that taste of like a really good win where you played really well and it was a close game and you yeah. were the you oh, were yeah. the one that that turned it and you're why the team won. <clears throat> uh, wow, that's like. I don't know. I this you know you're done. Like you're just like you're, <laughs> like, you're, you're probably gonna play. Your you're gonna play a lot more Dota after that. Yeah. Like you're gonna buy know. a key that and open true. a chest probably. Oh yeah. god, I still haven't done that yet. Have you done that? Maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. You have. <laughs> <laughs> we have this. It's tax deductible for me now. So I can- <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my god. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Cool man. Well, hey, we can. Uh, Wrap it up here. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so I, much. Thanks for coming on. I don't even know what time it is. Yeah, it's like no, 9 o'clock. You got, you got a couple <laughs> games left. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. No, I'm going to go right to bed. Yeah. Managing a Kickstarter is kind of hard. Yeah. I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be easy, but I didn't think I was going to get bombarded so hard. It's It's been tough. I but, bet. Yeah. A lot of questions, a lot of... Yeah, I did get a couple matches in last night. Went 0-2. That was great. That's Look, Looking good. It's the journey. Looking not good. The, not the destination. Oh, it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. One of them was those, one of those 19-0 kind of like, wow, why why are we playing these guys? Right. How did, like, right. What am I doing did, with my how did the matchmaking? How did the matchmaking system think this would be okay? Like, yeah. wow, that's, yeah. that's 40 minutes of my life I can't get back? Yikes. Uh, but you know, you you it ebbs and flows. Yeah, yeah. it, it ebbs in like the sands of time. Is your game know. like Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time? <laughs> it's totally. It's, yeah. Anyway, uh, so thanks, Brad. Thanks for, uh, we yeah, want to thanks thank, for having me. Yeah, um, this has been great. Thank you, Nick. For oh, just thank you, Sean. Here. Oh, yeah, yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I bungled the opening. We have to re-record that. That's all right. Yeah. It's fine. And uh, thanks to uh, the band, the Chasers, for giving us their song uh, "Success and Failure," which is our um, mm. theme track for this sweet podcast. That's you can get that topical. at yes, go the chasers go the and yeah. thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Also, you guys made us the best, like, Loma Lords Management podcast last week on iTunes. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. So, it's really cool. Thanks. Oh, for dude, that. Congrats. Congrats yeah. to you guys. So, Your yeah. quap top, pot and bottom really. Oh, we're all. Uh, we're really, nothing but quap top really, up here, baby. Uh, it really struck a chord with people. That's yeah. fantastic. So, yeah, yeah, please write us in at lords at idlethumbs.net. And if you want to give us some, some stars on iTunes, you will keep us where we are. We'll Thank you so those. much. Alright, bye guys. Bye. Say bye, Brad. Bye. Bye, Brad. The sweet success and failure. The sweet success and failure.